Welcome to the Let's Talk Energy podcast from EnergyNet. This series was recorded at the Africa Energy Forum 2023 in Nairobi, Kenya. Join us for this and other episodes as we talk to the industry players, stakeholders, and rising stars of Africa's energy sector. My name is John Hamilton from African Energy. And my name is Chris Antonopoulos from Lekela Power. Chris, sure. hi. Uh, it's so good to be speaking with you today. Uh, Lekela Power, the uh, biggest developer of renewable projects on the African continent. Uh, the first thing I'd like to ask you is, from that perspective, how do you see the development of renewable power in Africa over the coming period? Mm. Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you for inviting me to speak today. And of course, that's uh, the magic question. You know, First, let me just say a few words about Lekela Power. We are indeed the largest pure play renewable energy company in Africa. We have currently uh, 1,300 megawatts in operation. 1,000 megawatts wind, 300 megawatts solar. We have been Earlier in this year, we have been acquired by Infinity Power, which is a, a joint venture between Infinity, a large, um, a large Egyptian company, and Mastar that everyone knows from the UAE. And part of that acquisition, we have also some minority owners like the um, AFC, African Finance Corporation, and um, EBRD. Now, why do I say all of this? It's because with that, we have a lot of uh, uh, capital available to invest in the African continent. Our uh, remit will remain Africa, only Africa. We're not going outside, and it's going to be renewable power. But a bit beyond solar and wind, so batteries, uh, any green energy, you, you know, e-fuels, green desalination could be part part of it, etc. Right? Um, we have already currently uh, 13 gigawatts, some 25 projects or opportunities, I should say, which we are developing. Whether they will all materialize and what is the time frame for all of this is, of course, a bit outside of, of our control. But it gives you an, an impression on how committed we actually, and, and my shareholders, how committed we are to, to do projects. And why? For various reasons. I think Africa has the best natural resources, solar, wind, geothermal, you name it, you know, is a, you can't ask for better. Um, then also, unfortunately, we have to say, the market is not at all saturated. There's only mm. 6 or 7% of the power mix in Africa is renewable. The rest is all conventional power, basically, right? So new renewables, there is, there's much more to come. And uh, we see that they, all the governments, all the 54 governments, have actually quite ambitious targets within the next couple of years to reach levels like renewable, le renew renewable power levels like, uh, you know, 20 to 30 or even more percentage. So if you really want to do that, then you clearly need to triple and quadruple the amount of, best of uh, capital that we have uh, so far invested. 
the key item was going to be, you know, whether the governments will be able to facilitate this. And, you know, what I'm always saying to the governments is, you know, there are very good examples around South Africa, Kenya, Morocco, other places, Egypt, <clears throat> where this has been done successfully. So why don't you just simply try to copy those successful approaches rather than starting all from, from, from scratch, mm -hmm. right? And if they can do that, I think that, you know, we will be able to, to reach that level relatively, relatively uh, short time. So uh, already you have um, a really <coughs> strong proven track record in Egypt, in Senegal, in mm. South Africa. But I imagine out, out of that 13 gigawatt of, of, of potential projects, you know, the, the ones that, that you're hoping you know, to, to take some of them to, to success, I mean, what other countries are, are you looking at? Are you, are you seeing opportunities all over the continent? I mean, the ideal case for us is that, you know, we spread our wings to the entire continent. You know, we want to be everywhere. We understand that it's not going to be possible to be everywhere. But principally, we are open to every country, partic particularly if they put in place the regulator regulatory framework uh, and uh, decent PPA, power purchase agreements, right, to, to, make, to make it happen. Uh, um, sure. So we do not necessarily, you know, uh, go for one country versus the other country like, like that. Um, um, however, we know that in order to reach these levels, we have to go beyond these three, four countries. And we are already quite advanced. Yeah. We are not yet all 54, to be sure. honest. <laughs> but uh, we need to be a bit selective as well. Yeah. Right? But clearly, South Africa and Egypt will remain key countries uh, yeah. because that's where we are already. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, but yeah. selectively we are moving on now also into yeah. other countries, and you yeah. will hear more about us yeah. in the future. Well, of course. I mean, they're such, you know, they're, they're, they're markets with, you know, extraordinarily sort of dynamic um, sort of events sort of shape, shaping them at, at the moment. Um, but would you say that, um, I mean, that, that point you made about, you know, the necessity of governments putting in place the, the, the right sorts of agreements and, and looking uh to where uh, successes have already happened and, and learning those lessons. I mean, is, is that for you the sort of the the most important of perhaps many factors which will mm -hmm. define what works and what doesn't over the next yeah. while? Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned, I mean, the natural resources, of course, the first thing you look at, right? Sure. But that se seems to be in all countries more or less okay, right? Then, and, and number two, you look at location. You know, number three, you look at the grid. Can the grid take, if you, if you want to put in 150 megawatts, can it take it? Yay, nay. What do we have to do about it? So there are a few other things. But fundamentally, you need to put a contractual structure into place which can be financed. Because if you like it or not, the current situation in Africa is that you have an oligopoly of lenders. You have just the DFIs who are really um, interested or, or provide such long-term mm -hmm. terms, 15-year, 20-year uh, loans, right, which make the project uh, financial, financially uh, viable and also competitive, right, compared to the, to the other sources. And, um, and that's why the issue is, you know, that's where we see the, the issue is going to be. But 
Let me give an example. Egypt, you mentioned Egypt, right? Mm. I mean, seven years ago, Egypt had a much uh, higher um, um, demand than supply, yeah. right? And, but, and they realized this very, very soon. And within a couple of years, putting the right things into place, right? They are now almost the opposite. They are now, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. they, they need 30 mm. gigawatts of uh, electricity. And they have 60 available, right? So it cool. can be done. Yeah. It can be done. It can, no, and, and of course, and, and, and as we've been hearing at, at, at this conference, they, you know, they're, they're actually going to be decommissioning mm. some, some, some of their gas-fired right. capacity, the less efficient capacity right. to build. They're, called, they're calling it 5 to 10, aren't they? Yeah. Um, uh, so, so, which means dropping 5 gigawatts of gas, adding 10 gigawatts of, right. of renewables. And, right. Right. Um, that's, I mean, is that a pattern which you can see eventually taking place in other markets? I'm yeah. sure there are many markets where, oh, yeah. um, you know, actually they just need to add the renewables without yeah. really taking off yeah. the, the thermal. But, but could you see that replacement thing happening elsewhere? Uh, yes, absolutely. I think the beauty about renewables is that they are now the cheapest form. And um, I've heard this morning that in certain countries, even if you attach a battery to the renewables is still the cheapest form of, of electricity. But anyway, maybe in these countries, not yet, but, but it's coming. It's coming sure. very, very soon. Uh, and, and, and the second important point for me is, you know, um, when you look, for instance, South Africa or Egypt, which went through this program, right, they came from, you know, 14 cents a kilowatt hour yep. of price down to 2 to 3 cents a kilowatt yep. hour. But to expect that already in round one you will get a two to three is uh, is is a bit over optimistic, yes. I would say. And also, sec sec secondly, is <clears throat> if you are down to two to two point three, two to three, then you can use that electricity not only for for the consumers, being industrial or or, or you know normal household consumers, but you can use it for the new tech. You can use it for uh, new technologies such as green ammonia, green hydrogen, green desalination, right? When you are at that level, it will work. It could work, sure. sorry. Yeah, yeah. We need, still need to see. But when you are not there, you know, and it will not be from the very beginning that you are already having a, a great... Uh, so, I mean, clearly there's a lot of conversations going on about that here mm -hmm. and, and, and in the industry in general. Uh, the idea that instead of just producing power, I mean, a, a, an enormous good in itself, that, that you can take another step, as you say, to produce uh, water from, from, from renewables or, or, right. or, or green hydrogen. And probably many, you know, I mean, I guess that's in the, in the vein of power to X, you know, many other things. Uh, and, and do you see that, that that as the direction which you and perhaps the whole industry is going to go down? Well, that's how it looks like right now. Yes, indeed. But they were. But at the same time, I have to caution. I have to say, in my view, there will be few countries will be, which will be successful, which understand that it's not coming for free. Even if you have the natural resources, you need the government to support the development of this. They cannot just sit back and say, "Well, it's all all privates. Let's let them do that." It's not going to work like this. And some of the counties have, uh, you know, recognized that and are working very closely with the privates, 
on finding a structure, a framework around it, which actually works. It would be fantastic. It would be the first, well, one of the first times in history where actually large amount, the power can be used to export certain things like, like ammonia, like e-fuels, etc., you know, which means additional income for the for the country. That's something that hasn't really happened in the past. There were a little bit of a cross-border um, trading on power, right? Little, but little things. Nothing, nothing big, right? Now it could be a step change if you do it right. And and in terms of those countries which you expect will su- succeed with this, uh, it's is it. It's probably a question both of of the correct commercial structures to, yeah. to, to de-risk you know, what are very complicated projects, but also straightforward logistics, yeah. transmission interconnections, yeah. for instance. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. That's where I'm seeing uh, the support of the government and the utility is coming in. Because, yes, the private can do upstream and downstream. You can, we, can, we can build you know, wind and solar, whatever needs to be built. We can also do the downstream piece, the ammonia plant, etc. Cooperation with other companies, right? But the transmission typically is still government. You know, it's not private. It's being done by the government. And that's a bit of a problem. If we do all of this, the, the downstream, the upstream, but then for some reason the the services of the utility of the government are late. What happens then? You know, um, and 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 that's things that still need to be to be sorted yes. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's going to require uh, very close coordination yeah. um, and and careful careful planning. Um, exactly, and, 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 and that's why yeah. it's important that you you hear about gigawatts here and there, right? Um, but you know, we need to start, you know, with smaller ambitions, sure. but doable ambitions, yeah. right? Let's do four, five hundred megawatts, you know, in the next three, four years, whatever. And once we are successful there, we can yeah. move up. And guess what? It's going, per definition, it's going to get cheaper with the second yeah. or the third project that you are doing. Sure. So, the, in terms of the scale of projects, I mean, you, you mentioned that you need to start you know, with reasonable targets. I mean, whether you're looking at this type of project or, or, or really just the, the, the bread and butter of supplying power to, 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 to grids, I mean, do you have a sort of sweet spot, a, t- a size of project, whether for wind or solar, that you really want to focus on? Or Our sweet spot is basically if it is um, financeable, right? And if you get into gigawatt situation it gets less and less financeable because as i mentioned we don't have 20 banks here in africa we have four or five which can do that and there's a certain capacity that they have right so the sweet spot at least for now is a couple of hundred megawatts right and um and yeah so that's why that's what we are looking at that gives you also um you know economies of scale and at the same time you are not asking for the moon And then I'd, I'd like to ask you also a little bit about technology. I mean, you, you, you've been successful both with solar and wind. I've noticed on your, on your map that, you know, that, that now um, you've, battery is, is something yeah. which is coming into your yeah. portfolio. Um, 
I mean, do you expect to go broader than that, or, or, or are you really just focused yeah, on think, those things? Particularly in Africa, I think there is a need, but also in other continents, there is a need for battery storage. The need for battery storage is always there if your, you, you know, your supply is either below or you know just above uh, your demand, right? Because what happens if one uh, power plant goes off? You know, the whole sure. system could theoretically go down, or a portion of it could could go down. So, battery is is a, a good choice for that, and. Um, and it's the one which is now becoming commercially available. And what we are seeing is in other continents, Australia, you know, there we are talking about gigawatts of batteries, gigawatt hours of batteries being built. Right? We are not there yet when it comes to to uh, to, to uh, Africa. You know, here it will be more like uh, 100 gigawatt, uh, sorry, megawatt hours to maybe 1,000 in the beginning. But I hope la- later on it will be get. Uh, better, you know. But but in your vision, at least the the main commercial barrier towards developing sort of battery storage systems has essentially been broken or, or, or overcome. Sorry, yeah. I mean the main because I mean in in the past it's been just very difficult to make yeah. battery storage commercial. But you think now that that essential hurdle has been overcome? Yeah, I think the prices have come down, you know, uh, quite a lot. Although currently, you know, with the logistical problems that we have, lithium ion, they are slightly up again. But but on the yeah. you know on the on the medium to long term, I do expect this to go further down. Yeah. Uh, or not me, but uh, a lot of industry specialists are thinking that way. So it can it can be done. It yeah. can be done. And and so the only problem we have, to be very honest with you, in Africa, is that if you look at U- United States, you know, Europe, um, Asia. Um, Australia, they have much bigger requirement. You know, they're going into the gigawatts, and then there are only relatively few battery suppliers. And obviously, the battery suppliers see those markets as their prime markets rather than sure. Africa. That's a bit of an issue that we have, you know, yeah. in the early stages now. No, no, I can, I can. I mean, to be honest, I can imagine that 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 may be a. Um, an overall challenge for Africa, because yeah. I know that you've observed that you know, the vast majority of finance and capital going into renewables is going into other countries right. or other continents, not not into the African yeah. continent. That's right. Um, so, I mean, do you think? I mean, do you think that can be overcome quickly, or is it just a matter of building up and sort of? I think uh, success builds success. Hmm. Yeah, that the problem that we have, we don't have any success. You know, it's something has started in South Africa, but beyond that, there's not much batteries around. We are one of, sure. you know, when we build ours, we will be the la- it will be the la- the first and the largest utility scale uh, battery outside of South Africa. So you, it tells you the story. You know, sure. it's, we're still uh, very early in the development of that, uh, and then. Reflecting a bit on, on that observation about just the, the, the weight of capital that, that globally that's going into renewables but not, in fact, of into, into Africa. I mean, I mean, it's interesting then to turn to, to where you started the conversation with your, 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 your observations about the significance of uh, your acquisition by Infinity Power and the capital that, that, that you can now deploy 
Mm. I mean, I mean that does sound like in itself potentially a sort of game-changing uh, development for, for 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 your company and and mm. you know and and for the countries that you're going to be engaged in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I'm very very happy to have the new shareholders on the boat or in the boat uh, because you know capital is there more than I can take as a matter of fact and. Uh, and the focus is renewables and Africa. We are basically becoming, for these shareholders, we are becoming the renewable uh, platform in Africa for them. So also certain projects that, you know, certain MOUs that design or, or things like that, you know, at one point or another, they may be transferred to, uh, to this platform. So we're looking forward to a very bright future, as a matter of fact. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, John. It was very interesting. Welcome to the Let's Talk Energy podcast from EnergyNet. This series was recorded at the Africa Energy Forum 2023 in Nairobi, Kenya. Join us for this and other episodes as we talk to the industry players, stakeholders, and rising stars of Africa's energy sector.